Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of The Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast and videocast where we interview your favorite actors from film and television, music, comedy, and more. Wherever pop culture is hanging out, you will find us there standing in the corner waiting to talk to somebody. That sounded really weird, but we love pop culture here. And today we have a big episode for you and for our listeners in the video. We'll see this later. But we are talking Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Now, this is going to be a lot of fun. We're talking with actor and musician, writer, director, producer, Josh Curtis. Well, we not of the, he's in the film, but he's also a musician and does other things too. So we're going to talk about all of that and more. No spoilers, obviously, but this is a fun film, it seems. I There's not been a lot given. Josh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Brett. It's good to see you. Yeah, and you're you're bang on. Uh, it's uh, it is a fun movie. Yeah, there's not a lot about this. We just even recently got some stills from the film, and even that is very limited. And your character uh, in this sh- in this telling is Ben Bertolucci, who is if you're familiar with Resident Evil on any sort of level, you know he's a very big character in the storyline. So let's talk about this. And this time around, it takes place like in the mid to late 80s, if I'm correct. Yes. Yeah, so it, it close. Yeah. It's in, it's in the, uh, it's in the nineties and uh, okay. yeah, it's, it's that vibe, which I love that world to play around in that world. Uh, there's times in my life where I'm like, Oh, like, you know, we all I grew up in the nineties. It was a fun time to be, to be a kid. And this movie kind of takes you back into that in that world a little bit. And uh, yeah, they're, they're doing a really good job. I think at, at keeping people interested and, and intrigued without giving too much away, but uh, it's certainly like it is a, it's not really a remake or a reboot. It's like the origin story of, you know, what those of us who've played the games uh, remember and a lot of uh, moments, characters, um, situations, places, a lot of fun memories are going to come out of this movie. Yeah, it looks quite interesting and I remember even just when this was being talked about, I know one of the challenges I think when you're making a film like this or any sort of graphic novel or even a video game mm-hmm. from script to screen is is the fan service, right? Because yeah. we had the uh Mila Jolovich films which her husband I think directed mm-hmm. most if not all of those. Um, and those were great movies and, you know, they just kind of go all over the place with them. And sometimes they stick with the source material and sometimes they take the creative license (laughs) and sort of go off the range, which to me personally is perfectly okay because I don't necessarily have a problem with that because I think it really kind of gives us a broad picture of what this is all about. How did this project come about for you, Josh? 
Um, yeah, you, you're right about about all that. I uh, myself, it's uh, I'm I'm a bit of a scaredy cat, a little bit <laughs> a scaredy fan. So I uh, wasn't hugely like. Of course, I knew of the games, I knew of the movies, I'd watched the first uh, the first Milojovic movie, and then uh, yeah, loved it. This kind of been crazy ride. Um, but the games, I tried to play them when I was young. I was so scared that I <laughs> I couldn't like, which is the mark of like. It doing its job really well like it was terrifying for me as uh, someone who uh, wasn't I didn't grow up around horror movies so anything scary really it wasn't really desensitized to it so I was always kind of like scared by the first thing that ever came up but I um yeah I I heard that they were making this movie I had done uh, another movie called Polar for Netflix and uh, when I got sent the breakdown from my uh, amazing agent uh, Megan she sent me breakdown for this for this role in this Resident Evil movie as soon as I saw the words Resident Evil I was like so excited like it was like that's such it's just a unknown franchise and the first movie was so fun I had no idea what they were going to do but like I uh yeah I read the breakdown and this is where this is where it's embarrassing I hadn't heard of uh, Ben Berlucci because I didn't play the, enough of the games to like I, I didn't get didn't make it to his part in the game and so I was like oh, okay so I did this audition I had a blast with it I kind of put my own spin on 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 Ben and uh and then yeah they they luckily called me back and um asked me to uh to be part of it which is great and I'd worked with um a couple of the producers on this movie before um and yeah it was great to see them on set again it was our a lot of us it was our first job uh into the pandemic like since the thing started so that was a bit of a yeah it's pretty amazing what they were able to do and uh and how amazing it all came together and uh and yeah it was cool to reunite with some people and and then get more more scared because this movie is very scary <laughs> it's it's really it's like the game yeah. you're gonna love this <laughs> Yeah, these movies are not for the fainted heart. I will say that. Games, uh, especially, yeah. And the games. Well, even the films are pretty hardcore. Yeah. And uh, I just think the whole universe of Raccoon City mm. and Resident Evil, it's just all very fascinating. And we continue to get these layers peeled back more and more frequently. And And I like the fact that it's not a reboot or a retelling, but really just another piece of the puzzle. Yeah when it comes to the story mm -hmm. and the fact that it takes place in the nineties, I think is a lot of fun too. Uh, the nineties were a fantastic <laughs> time. So I'm excited to see what you all have up your sleeves as far as what people can expect. And, and the fact that you were able to get it done during a time that was very challenging for your industry is, is massive to say the least. Right. Yeah. yeah it was, uh, I mean, I I, uh, I gotta say we in the entertainment industry are, are probably the the luckiest of, of a lot of people right now who've, who've been affected by the pandemic uh, certainly but it was definitely yeah people worked really hard to make this happen and from I'm talking from everyone like Hartley and Jeremy on the production side to Johannes obviously and then and then our folks who were like doing COVID coordination for the very first time, right? Like people who are inventing new jobs on set, like that idea of this is not a thing that anyone had to worry about before, but now it's someone's job to like solve all the problems, uh, you know, about it. And it's, it's amazing. Like the people who just rose to the occasion and learned a whole new set of skills and then bringing nurses and doctors and, and yeah, it was all done so safely. We all felt so comfortable and people were, you know, so great, but we also were able to like, you know, I had a, some great scenes with um, 
you know, um, uh, Avin as well, who plays Leon, and just like the idea of of us being able to kind of work together as two humans again after uh, months and months of, of sitting in our houses was just so, so lovely. And they really made that happen so well for us. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it also stars Robbie Amell, Donald Logue, uh, yes. K.S. Goldelario, Evan, and uh, just a fantastic, fantastic cast. Yeah. And I am constantly on Google every day uh, <laughs> looking to see uh, what new information and this will be in theaters November 24th so we're recording this a bit early that's how it works in the uh, journalism industry <laughs> but uh, this will be a lot of fun I think so if you're listening to this then and you're hearing me talk about the future you uh, are not in a different universe but <laughs> uh, we're just recording slightly early well, I think we need to talk about this because if I didn't, I would be remiss that you are a musician as well. Right, and yeah. <laughs> uh, you have, yes, let's talk about your music and sort of how that piece fits into your, your creative life, Josh. Sure, thank you. Yeah, it is, uh, it's been who I am, I think, since I was, uh, since I even knew who I was in, in, in a way, like I was so young. I had a great piano teacher when I was about six, uh, who kind of really, her name was Dan Krochko, and she really, I don't know, encouraged not only just us playing Bach and doing the, the, the classic stuff, but playing around and having some composition and inventing music and, and improvising and all that kind of stuff. So that was, I think, a big part of it. And and uh, people who've known me for a long time will always say that I, when I'm sitting down, it's one of those things where I always seem to have some kind of rhythm going, whether it's with my, you know, hand, if I'm just like tapping my foot or something that there's always, you know, there's always a rhythm going on. And, and uh, yeah, I've been lucky enough to be, uh, to play piano for a long time, but to write music for, for movies, that's kind of how I got into the, the end industry side of, of music. But then, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been writing songs for a long time too. And, and friends of mine have been, exasperatedly yelling at me to release them for years and years. And so I finally listened to them and I finally said, you know what? I have no more excuses. I have, you know, studio in my house. So there's no reason why I should not be releasing these songs. It's just fear. And so I finally said, you know what? Let's do it. So this, uh, yeah, I'm stoked to be releasing my first uh, pop album, uh, which sounds crazy to say, but I'm very excited about it on uh, November 15th. So it'll be around the same time as the movie comes out. And uh, there may be some availability for some tunes before uh, November 15th, depending on uh, how the how we get it out there. But yeah, I'm super, super excited about it. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I can imagine too, as a creative, you know, it's always a bit challenging uh, because you and others take such effort and pride in what you're doing and you really are perfectionist and you want people to like it you know and i think that can be a challenge too um i've heard that story many times <laughs> in the past where people are creating things and then you know they just sit on them for a long time and then eventually you know, wind up releasing them. And I think that's great that you're able to do it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm sure, you know, I think, you know, you're a creative person too. Like the, that idea of, you know, we are, we, we tend to be perfectionists sometimes. We tend to think that nothing's, you know, ready until it's, you know, ready. Right. And the idea where it's the reason why I'm releasing this stuff on November 15th is basically because if I didn't release it November 15th, I would say, okay, I've got another, you know, it'll be December 15th. And in January 15th, it's just the idea of like it never being, you know, ready, but it's, uh, it's good to have a deadline and it's good to, you know, get it out there. And, and no, I think you're right. Like creative people, we, um, 
and especially, I don't know about you, but when you're working on your own projects, it's different than when you're creating content for someone else, right? Or you're, or you're being yes. a part of someone else's work when it's, you know, your name on it and everything about it is, is like you and it's a part of your personality. It takes a, a different, you know, it's a little bit of a, you got a gulp before you do it, right? It takes a bit of a, uh, you know, you get, get to get rid of that lump in your throat before you can really go ahead and do it. And so that's certainly uh, something that I've been, uh, yeah, I've been playing around with and, and figuring out how to navigate, but it's, it's very exciting. And I'm so, <laughs> I just got the sax, uh, an amazing saxophonist um uh who just did a solo on on one of the songs i just got that in like an hour before this uh podcast so it's just it's very exciting it's very exciting yeah and i'm sure the world will be a better place for it when you get these projects (laughs) thank you yes i believe so and you have other projects coming out next year as well films and things like that that i'm not sure if are completely finished yet or are sort of in the can but A lot of work is coming down the pike for you, my friend, which is very exciting. It's super exciting. I'm very insanely grateful. It's it's Thanksgiving uh, uh, Monday in Canada right now, so it's I try to be grateful every day. But man, it's it's especially on these days. You know, it's just yeah. So feeling so lucky in the face of of what the world's been like the past little while, and so many you know uh, people have been yeah affected in so many ways and it's been yeah it's always good to to take stock and be grateful that's for sure absolutely my friend but one last question as we wrap up our chat here looking back at your career as a musician and as an actor and all these different things has there ever been or have you ever received a piece of advice or some words of wisdom that have helped sustain you and and keep you going in this arduous world of of entertainment and creativity i love that question i always say uh if anyone else has any advice i'm still i'm still down to hear it i'm one of those people i like love i love uh, yeah receiving that kind of stuff i'd say there was there's been a lot of uh, you know people have helped me along the way older actors and 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 creative people and my family but i remember a director i worked with uh very early on and he kind of told me this cautionary tale about, you know, maybe moving to Los Angeles and kind of starting in the world of, of being a, an actor and, uh, and how there's so much pressure from all sides of you to change who you are, whether that be, uh, you know, change the core of your moral compass to, you know, how you look to, there's so many, so many ways to use that word. And, and he had said to me, which makes so much sense in the service, but you don't think about it if you get to a place in your career or your life where you've got, you know, some success coming up for you and some cool things happening. And then you decide once you've gotten to that place, you've got people in your ears telling you change this, do this instead. Like this is who you should be now. Um, If you do that stuff, then you've lost the person that got you to that place to begin with. Right. And so there's no reason to like, you know, you just got to embrace who you are, whether, and that's all, you know, all the flaws that you might think you have uh, in any shape or form of yourself, embrace them because it's gotten you to where you are. And I've, that's stayed with me a long time. And I love saying, I teach um, kids acting and music and I love kind of telling them that too, just being like, you know what? Yeah. Stay true to who you are because uh, the good thing is that will come to you, come to you because of that, you know? I love it. And there you have it, folks. We've been chatting with the super talented Josh Curtis, who can be seen this November in Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Ben Bertolucci is his character, which is, again, iconic to this entire story. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait for this. And also the new music. And thanks for listening and watching and listening to today's episode 
Uh, be sure to check us out on YouTube, our brand new channel. Like and subscribe and follow. And also head over to Apple Podcast. And please consider sharing this episode with a friend. It's absolutely free. Josh, thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Dude, thank it. you so much for having me. I'm glad you're as excited about this movie as I am. It's going to be great. Yes, absolutely. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.